memory was uh, a big problem, short-term memory, and it was probably months, and it was still crap. I felt a bit sick, and I thought, ah, oh, that's Emily's bug again. So I've just, she, I thought I just passed it. Um, so my wife was pregnant as well. Uh, what, what's going on? And I had the classic uh, droop and stuff like that, and I couldn't speak. I, I had a, um, a noise, but he wasn't speaking. I went like, Ugh. and she was like, okay, what, what's going on? I thought he was a joke, I think. This podcast is sponsored by Grippable, the measurable, mobile and motivating device for weakened hand and arms. Bringing some serious fun to your rehab with Grippable. Visit www.grippable.co to buy or try now or email Grippable's friendly team at hello at grippable.co. Hello and welcome back to the SL Times podcast. Now, today I'm very fortunate to be joined by Andrew, who's a young stroke survivor. He had his stroke at only just 33 year old. So, Andrew, how are you? Yeah, pretty good now. Um, it's Everything's getting better. Um, still some uh, difficulties in terms of uh, language um, and speech and stuff, but um, chalk and cheese now because. I mean, it was really, really bad um, for a good few months. Now, we'll get onto that a little bit later, talking about your development after stroke and how your recovery process has been and still is. So we like to start the pod with, in the same way every episode, just to get to know the, the guest a little bit better. So if you want to give a little introduction of yourself and, and what you do. Yep. So uh, I'm uh, Andrew Dakin. Um, I was 33 years old um, and I had my stroke, I'm 35 now. Um, I was working, um, I'm, I was a data um, analyst, so lots of numbers, um, etc. cetera. Um, life was, was pretty good. Um, my um, wife had a, well, she was, uh, she was pregnant um, for about 10 or 11 weeks since the, well, after the stroke. Um, but yeah, we were trying to, to move out as well. So it was a busy time, but it felt everything was like getting better and things like that. It was a good, well, it was a good uh, time, um, but it was, it was a busy time. Um, but yeah, and then I was healthy. Um, no problem in terms of uh, um, fitness and blood pressure and stuff like that. Yeah, so I was, I was normal. <laughs> yeah, um, just regular guy. So last week you mentioned by in our emails in the back and forth of just sorting out the pod that was your stroke anniversary, which I can imagine would be like a time for reflection. So how far personally do you think you've came since your stroke? Because, I mean, I watched the interview uh, with different strokes and I found it very inspiring just how determined and resilient about the whole thing you were. Thanks. Yeah. Um got the question there. <laughs> so <laughs> things will happen. Um, 
Yeah, what was that again? Sorry. So, just how far do you think you've came since since the stroke? Yeah, massively. I mean, memory was a problem. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And now it's pretty good, but that was ironic. Um, Memory was uh, a big problem. uh, Short-term memory, and it was probably months, and it was still crap. But now, I can... I'm probably 95% uh, better in terms of memory. Um, But... Yeah, I mean, I can t- I can do a conversation. I mean, at first I couldn't do it, really. Um, like I say, it was the speech and language issues. I mean, it was really odd. Um, couldn't write, I couldn't read. Um, couldn't speak for a good couple of months. Um, and then after that, it was a bit very iffy. Um, but probably if the la- last three or four months, it's getting pretty good now. Um, but, yeah, so it's been, in terms of progression, massive progression. Um, and at first I thought, well, you know, this is my brain. That that won't get better. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it can. It can. Um, and I know a lot of different, uh, other people can be different. Every stroke is different. Um, but thankfully, um I'm getting pretty 90% now, 95. Um, so I'd take it all day because um, at first I thought I'll never work again, never drive again, etc. I couldn't, I, th- I was going to, I thought I was going to be a carer. <laughs> but my wife would be a carer to me because um, it was that bad. Um, so I'd be like, I'd be delighted with it now, to be honest, because yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about your your stroke what can you like remember around the time and the kind of feelings the the whole sensation of it yeah so um that day it was a normal day for me um i was a bit tired but i was tired anyway because i had um moved it moved out and stuff um but that's settled. So I thought it was just a regular day. Um, my uh, my daughter, um, she had a, a sick pug, a sick bug uh, about four days before. But it was about um, on the night. It was about ten o'clock p.m. Um, I felt a bit sick, and I thought, ah, oh, that's Emily's bug again. So I've just she, I thought I just passed it. Um, so my wife was pregnant as well. So I um I don't know why I craved a bath, and I don't know why, <laughs> but I had a bath, um, and then I, I threw up, um, and again I just thought it's just a bug. So I went to my wife and said it's that bug. So I'll I'll go downstairs. Um, she went to bed, um, and then I had another, um period of vomiting um so that was the second time um and then after that i was felt really bad but again just sick 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 uh feeling um and then the last one so threw up again it was the third time um nothing brought um up it was like i was retching bad but there was nothing going going out. Um, 
and then I think I can't remember, um, but I went back to the uh, front room, um, and then I collapsed. Yeah, I think, but it's hard to realise. Um, and then I was—it was about. I thought it was about twelve o'clock um, when I collapsed, and then I was uh, I woke up, um, and then well, I didn't. I couldn't do anything really. I remember I could move my uh, right eyes, um, and then just confusion, you know. Um, and then I think again, I probably like fell asleep a little bit, a bit like thirty minutes or so. And then, then I tried to to move when I woke up again, um, and I couldn't. <laughs> um, but it was the right side for me. Um, it was just absolutely dead. Um, it was heavy. My arm was really heavy, so I tried to pick it up because it was that bad. Um, and then I just released it, and it was like bang. <laughs> um, it was really cold, um, really cold. Um, you know when you get like a uh, pins and needle needles yeah. for a bit, yeah. I don't know, like an hour, and it just yeah. um, stops the uh, circulation. And it was like it was an extreme. Um, version of that um, and I was just really confused um, I'd say 50% I was not there another 50% this is bad Do you know, this is not good <laughs> um, but I wasn't like I didn't know that there was a, a massive issue I was just really confused um, and then I don't know why um, I just thought I need to move here um and like felt like I was fighting for my life um because I needed to get somebody for the atten uh, attention because my wife was sleeping my daughter was sleeping and it was probably I don't know two o'clock three o'clock um and it was probably an hour I tried to move um and I probably moved probably two or three meters for an hour <laughs> and really tried I'd, I think I was trying to um, climb the stairs which would have been a disaster um, but I knocked was a, a, a spanner or something like that and it hit, hit the wall um, and then I think my wife um, heard me so I was lucky really but um, she saw me it was about five o'clock so I was alone we think about five o'clock um, five hours um, and she said uh, uh, what, what's going on and I had the classic uh, droop and stuff like that and I couldn't speak I, I had a, um, a noise but it wasn't speaking I went like Ugh. and she was like okay what what's going on I thought it was a joke I think um, and I said it again and then she she realized um, but she knew what it was um, my dad had one um, he was old when he had it, um, and I knew I was classic. Um, now I, I um, found the uh, ambulance, um, and they were pretty good. Um, but mine, they weren't that, that good. Um, they dropped me um, on my head, which ain't good. <laughs> yeah, um, and then went to the hospital. 
and then they were pretty good after that. Um, but yeah, it was I was saying for a good few days, like what the hell happened, but I couldn't speak it. <laughs> um, so confusion, like you say, you're not there really. Um, but I was really hot as well, it was burning off up. So my wife said, like, oh my God, it was like 200 degrees. Um, probably cooked an egg on my forehead. Um, but yeah, and I just, when I saw the wife, I just, not collapsed, but like, I was collapsed anyway, but I just gave up because I was, I was all, I was spent. I had no energy at all. Um, and just like, thank God. <laughs> but again, still 50%, not there. This ain't right, but what's happening? <laughs> Normally, you've got like this emergency, and like, oh my god! But it was really weird. Yeah, I mean, you see, like having the conversation with you now, I wouldn't have ever thought something, something like that had happened to you. So, what would you say has helped you most with your recovery? From I'm stubborn. I'm really <laughs> stubborn. Um, I was angry. And you know what? That's not good sometimes, but I channeled it. I think. Um, I think it was probably about three weeks, no, six weeks after, um, and I had a couple of words, and I thought, "Oh, hang on, you know, I've, I'm getting better, and I'm, I'm now I'm still bad, very bad, but it's an improvement." And then it snowballed with that. So I tried to call all my mates um, and things like that, and he. I couldn't really speak well at all, um, but I thought, you know what, I'll speak every day um, and then hopefully get better. Um, but it was hard because I was I was trying to speak for about 10, 15 minutes and then fatigue set because um, I was knackered for weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, so it was a delicate uh, balance. Um, but yeah... I just didn't want to, um, I didn't like it. <laughs> so I wanted to, I wanted to sort it. Um, and I was like, so I was angry because why as well? What, why me? Um, but now just focused with, um, just be help. I'm trying to be healthy. Um, I'm doing all right. Um, and that's it. I don't really think about what about another one. I've had that thought, but at first I was really, really uh, um, depressed with, with that. And I'm thinking about it every every day. Um, but now I've like two or three weeks, and you think, oh, I want another one. And then that's it, it's gone in your, in your head. Um, but yeah, um, therapist as well, top class. Um, I had a psychologist as well, um, and that worked well as well. Um, but yeah, um, stomach, stomach, see, goes. Um, I was just angry and I wanted, I wanted to sort it. Um, and I had, uh, had too much uh, to, to give, really. <laughs> I was like, I'm not having it. <laughs> it's when, like, when I was, um, trying to move I thought I'm not having it <laughs> come on <laughs> and like you say you need to ch channel it 
because at first I was really angry and it's not good for me, it's not um helpful. Um but after that and I was getting bit a bit better. It's not much better, but like I can see it help and then it's like right, I'm gonna do this and then yeah, and it's still getting better. So I still need to uh work on some things. Um but pretty happy now. Would you say that strokes affected yeah everyday life? Oh, it yeah. does it still still affect it now? And then yeah. is there any like kind of changes in your life that you've made? I know you said that you had at the start you had that fear of will it happen again sort of thing. Is there anything you've noticed where you've changed like maybe diet or anything like that? Um diet was was all right anyway. Um, I try to to eat a lot of fruit and veg and and stuff. So I try to get good with with diets. Um, but sometimes it's hard anyway because it's Christmas was uh, a test. Um, but yeah, every all everyday life. Um, yeah, there's there's challenges. Um, I can't get the words out prop properly sometimes. Um, and I can't describe stuff. Um. Because I think I've got aphasia and praxia as well. Um, so sometimes I can't get the words out. And then other times I can't get, I can't speak the words as well. So sometimes it's not in my, my it's, in, it's in my head, but I can't fish it out. Um, so that was, that's the, that was the big one for me. Um, in terms of mobility, I'm pretty good. Um, played football yesterday. So it's different. It's a bit ninety-nine percent. So it's like a, a lead weight sometimes on my arm and leg and stuff. Um, but not problem really with that. Um work is challenging. Um back to work full time now. Um and I built I built it up for about three or four months. Did like three hours a week and then five and ten. Because I was fatigue is is a problem as well, which is common. I know that. Um, but now, at first, before stroke, I was like, right, I've got some stuff to do, and I'll do it today. And if not, I will do it today still. Um, and I was rushing, and I was burnt out. I think. Um, now, now I need to to rest sometimes. Um, and that was. My psychologist um, helped me bad with that, very, very good with that. Um, now, I'm really tired today, um, so my speech, I know it's pretty all right, but it's not, it's not 100%. Um, and I'm now, in the, at the weekend, I need to rest and chill for a bit. Um, but yeah, learn um, lessons, like pacing, yeah. Sometimes as well, when you get, um, get mad small things and you get mad now I don't really get mad with small things because it's like cares you know it's a bit bigger picture um, <clears throat> oh, sorry <laughs> the, um, I think that's a really good like like kind of thing to take away with it like the small things not to like kind of stress and care about them I mean I lost my granddad to stroke not last year, year before, and that kind of 
that's how I ended up here yeah. doing, doing this. Uh, it, I kind of that was one of the lessons I kind of took away from it as well. That you know, there's so much going on around that's don't really care about the the little things now. But yeah, what what I want to ask is because I know in your interview with the the different strokes was you said that the um the paramedics that had seen you um at, at the house when you'd had the stroke they they'd said oh it's a seizure at first and it's kind of I found that all the young stroke survivors I've spoken to seem to have the same problem where strokes never in the picture straight away it's always like oh it's a, it's a seizure it's it's something like this. So do you think that there is that stigma towards younger people and stroke and that there's maybe not that awareness that, you know, it doesn't have to be an elderly person to be able to have a stroke? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the fast um, advert on on the the mixing a bit up now, but before it was always old older people. Um, so everybody said, oh, he's had, he's had a stroke, but Hey, he's 33. That doesn't happen, but it does happen. Um, I know like babies can have them, um, which is awful. Um, I know it's more rare, but they ha- they ha- they happen. Um, but yeah, everyone, well, you you look all right. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's, it's a massive, massive. Uh, stigma but i think it's getting better now there's there's more examples um adverts and getting a bit more included with um, some, um younger people yeah, you mentioned the adverts i think there's one advert that sticks out to me and i think that's the one how i kind of learned the the fasting was that i'm sure it was like an old guy at the, at the football i think that's one that sticks out to me but you're right. I mean, that's one way that'll help by including like younger people in adverts and, and stuff like that, and really showing that look, like this isn't just an elderly person problem. And I mean, that's what I'm trying to do with SR Times at the minute. I'm trying to give like a lot of coverage to younger stroke survivors like yourself to share your story and share awareness that this can it can happen to anyone. Like, I mean, you're right with it can happen to babies. Never mind a seventy year old. So. Uh, Thank you very much for coming on and, and sharing your story with us. No, that's fine. I've got no problem with that. Um, yeah, like I say, it's just sometimes it's just crazy, isn't it? And yeah. my words are gone again, so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good note to, note to end on then. So, Andrew, thank you very much. I know it'll mean a, a lot to a lot of people like yourself, younger stroke survivors, that someone's out there sharing the story and helping to spread awareness. That's great. Thank you.